0: Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is Beyond the Surface. Here, we have God-centered conversations about different topics that students and young adults deal with. My name is Ryan. Later today, I will be joined by Ezra. In our episode today, the recording is actually a little bit older. We recorded this episode back when kind of coronavirus was just starting to shake everything up and uh, Michigan was just going into a state of shutdown, basically. So the episode's a little bit older, but we thought that it would be fun to save this for later and kind of reflect back on it. And it is kind of interesting to see kind of how naive we were at the time, um, but also just kind of where we were at the beginning of this versus where we are now. We talked today about interruptions and what happens when life doesn't really go our way. So I think that this is a good episode and we hope that you guys enjoy it. Okay, Ezer. so today we are kind of in an interesting situation uh, just in in the country and in our time in life. We've got the coronavirus going on at the Mm. time we're recording this and it's kind of altered our entire life. So why don't you talk a little bit about your experience and kind of what you've gone through so far uh these last two weeks especially because yes. that's where we've really seen the big changes
1: so well part of what i'm really looking forward to with this podcast is that it can act as a time capsule in some case mm-hmm. so wherever you know to the viewer wherever you're listening you know whatever time it is right now uh, you probably remember uh, you know hearing about the coronavirus maybe you were mm-hmm. with us in it mm-hmm. uh, but at the time of this recording like ryan said uh, we are in the middle of it right now and uh it's no, I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's really mm-hmm. taken our nation by surprise and the world, <laughs> the world by surprise. And and I was just talking about it, but there's there's only so many events in in the course of history that alter almost every aspect of life. You know, mm-hmm. and it's crazy, just you know how we're almost in like this international pause with with businesses, with any sort of gathering, churches. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we're doing you know online stuff to the best we can, and thank God for the technology that we have, where we can still do online communication and online gatherings but ultimately it's it's just been kind of a pause you know yeah no it has so
0: how how give me your emotions kind of and what's going on like when the governor announced that she was going to shut down restaurants and we couldn't gather in groups of more than you know 50 people and now they're recommending less than 10 people give me give me your thoughts and your initial reaction on what happened initial reaction and like feelings
2: yeah i want to know
1: yeah, so uh, my initial reaction really was um, faith, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't like brag about that, but just ultimately it was like sort of just like, no, no, we, we can do this. It's okay. It's going to be all mm-hmm. right, you know, and I think it was good in that aspect, but I was sort of using faith almost as a denial of where we're actually at and I was like, no, it's not actually that bad, you know, and, and the truth is that, you know, this is a pretty dangerous virus that's, you know, killing a lot of people. So we can't just use faith as just like this denial that it's not actually happening because there there is a serious threat out there right now and it's taking out a lot of people. But I think faith is faith. Faith should be used as a you know faith over fear. Is what I mean to say. It should counteract any fear that that we get. You know, and it's okay to be afraid, but it's what it's what we do when when fear comes in. that say, okay, where well, where what do I believe in now? Right. And I feel like it's this situation has caused people now suddenly to question, you know, what do I believe in? You know, do I really believe this virus, uh, you know, is, is going to kill us? Or do I believe we're going to be all right in the end? You know, do I believe that God really is the healer that he's going to mm-hmm. protect me? It, it's, it's super interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, so. I think it's, it's pretty crazy. And my, my initial reaction was, I was so frustrated. It just irritated with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that's not ultimately like, that's not where I ended up and that's not kind of where I'm at now. Um, I was fine when, you know, we couldn't meet for church. I was like, all right, it's just going to be a couple weeks. I'll make it through and it was all good. And then my gym closed down and that really started to get to me mm-hmm. and then the more it just kept adding on and like the more I was like, man, I'm not going to be able to hang out with my friends like yeah. I used to. Like, we we can't even gather as a small group together yeah. because we have too many people in the small group. Hey, you
1: and I, we were planning we were
0: worship night. We were you know? planning a worship night and a night of prayer for this stupid virus. And then the virus kind of shot that down. Like, what? So, we got to come up with some, you know, other areas. So, I guess on that, uh, before we jump into kind of the questions that we have written out, what are some things that you personally want to do right now with the coronavirus because we've got a ton of extra time i mean things are shut down and you know the world is kind of in a weird place so what are some things that you're going to do some steps that you're going to take uh in these next few weeks while you've got more time on your hands and maybe can't do some of the things that, that you're used to doing
1: absolutely yeah i think this can be depending on how you use this time it can be a really golden opportunity for you to learn something new i'm trying to learn how to play piano and I'm trying, I have all this extra time and I have, you know, the internet at my disposal. You know, I can go online and, and look up a tutorials and lessons and, you know, I have a piano at my house and I'm just trying to learn something new and just ultimately keep myself busy. I'm trying to keep myself busy with reading as well. There's a lot of books on my shelves that have not been opened ever. Mm-hmm. So, uh trying to, you know, just ultimately learn some new things and, and yeah, just just spending time with God. Yeah. yeah with God. Right. You know? and I was talking about this in the other podcast, but... You know, it's in these times of, of isolation and loneliness that God can really speak to us the loudest because now there's nothing else right to, Absolutely. to distract you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. Well, Like I said, at first, when all this kind of stuff happened, I was frustrated and I was irritated with it. But uh, after spending a lot of time in prayer and kind of just some self-reflection and doing a lot of journaling and kind of figure out, you know, where that frustration and whatnot is coming from, like, I've just decided... That I don't want to, kind of like you, I don't want to use this time. You know, I don't want to waste this time, I guess. I want to use this time. I don't want to look back and say, yeah, when Michigan was shut down for a whole month, I watched a lot of Netflix, mm-hmm. right? Like I want to, I want something more than that. Yeah. Um. You know, whether that's, if I can help people out during this, like if, you know, people need groceries and aren't comfortable going out. Yeah. I, you know, I'd love to help them or whatever it may be. One of the things you mentioned, uh, getting into the word, I've really ramped up my Bible studying. So I've added, uh. One chapter of Revelation to my daily Bible reading, and then I'm also reading, this doesn't sound like a lot, stick with me here, I'm reading three verses of Thessalonians a day. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It sounds weird. Three so verses that's a day. First Thessalonians?
1: Not Colossians? Uh, like something special about- First Bible. Thessalonians. First Thessalonians. Yep,
0: yeah, right. First Thessalonians. We're doing three verses a day. Not, not second. Well, maybe second Thessalonians we'll get to when I'm, <laughs> I'm done. with do. But I'm doing, so, because if I do three verses a day in First Thessalonians, I can finish the whole thing in a month. And then I've also got, you know, I've got my three chapters a day. And then with Revelations now, I've got four chapters a day. So, I'm going to get, you know, my the bulk of my reading there. And then mm-hmm. we're really going to dive in deep to 1 Thessalonians um, and see what we can get out of it there. And then sure. I've started a new book. So, we're doing that as well. What book is it? Kingdom Man by Tony Evans. Nice. Um, so, yep. I just started that. Yeah. Trying to use this time as wisely as I can. And I'd love to get to know God more with this extra time that
2: I've got for sure
0: yeah so you kind of hinted at it earlier the coronavirus has placed a halt on pretty much everything except for beyond the surface because we're still here for you guys yeah we are
1: (laughs) uh so what were you looking forward to that you can't do anymore Uh, just being with people and I I go to weekly just gatherings with the campus ministry and just with you know our small group as well and just I don't know just checking on with people you know I you know in a time like this, mm-hmm. I figured this would be the time most for me to connect with people and just to check on them and pray for each other. Just close personal friends of mine, not necessarily an official group or whatnot. Yeah, I, I haven't been around people and it's kind of been like a, a rude awakening as to how mm-hmm. much of an extrovert I really am and mm-hmm. how like how much this has been a, a taking a toll on me, you know. And maybe it's good for my soul, you know. Maybe it's it's good for me just to kind of get a little reset on knowing people and ultimately knowing God, you know
2: yeah Yeah. what about definitely. you has, has there
1: been anything in particular you were looking forward to maybe something fun at the end of the month that had to get you know cancelled I know we had a wedding to go to and that just got cancelled and-
0: oh yeah one of my coworkers, she's supposed to get married this this Friday and mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know what's going on with that she's been out of the office all week so I don't really? know I haven't got to talk to her but yeah I feel bad for her um, I I not nothing crazy in March that I necessarily had planned uh, but I just I mean A lot of these things that I look forward to on a daily basis, like I like the little things. I really like my routine. I like rolling out of bed and going to the gym first thing in the morning, and now I can't do that. Uh, I really look forward to church on Sundays. Like that's the highlight of my weekend, and I can't do that anymore. Our small groups canceled. I can't go out to, to restaurants or you know, really to do anything with, with our friends, uh, all these little things that I enjoy doing mm-hmm. kind of put on hold. And, and, you know, we've talked about this multiple times, but I also just love to be around people and whatnot. And so that's hard. So to kind of try to counter that, um, I know on Friday, I'm going to FaceTime with one of my buddies that I haven't seen in a long time. Um, cause he moved. So we're going to yes. FaceTime and link up there. Uh, I've sent out a couple texts to, to some of my friends, um, just kind of letting them know, you know, hey, you guys have been super encouraging in my life.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm
0: just trying to be intentional about, you know, where I'm taking my relationships, even if we can't meet up face-to-face right now or, you know, we can't go do the things that we normally would. So,
1: And you have to be really grateful for this technology that we have. Like, yeah. That we live in this time where we can still be in contact with one another. And, you know, we always talk so bad about social media. But like (laughs) we ripped social media. Yeah, we. I just realized that. Yeah. Yeah, But anyways, yeah. Uh Uh Um, But no, I truly think that you know when used in the right context, when used properly, uh, it can be just a place of just encouragement and just lifting each other up. People who you know or don't even know or kind of know. Mm -hmm. uh, Just in moments like these, you know, it can be a place just to send out uh, calls for help or a place to answer calls for help, Mm but just to encourage each other. So. You know, I've been checking my social media a little bit more than I usually do because I've had this time, you know, and really, I've, you know, I've I've really been blown away just by how people are just encouraging each other. And, you know, it's just, it's just been a really positive uh, environment. And it's not just, you know, about comparison, comparing this or comparing that people have been, you know, I'm I'm speaking to my close friends and our church family, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually like, I'm like, wow, there's actually a good side to social media, you know? So yeah, for sure. Well, that's good. So flexibility is is something that's really important
0: um, when you're working on a team and kind of when life throws you curveballs. Flexibility is important now, obviously. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean to be flexible? What does that look like?
1: Flexibility is is it, it, you know obviously you touch your toes and all that. You know you can stretch <laughs> your arms. <laughs> yeah, I can't Flex- touch my toes. I can't even touch my elbows together. know, I always saw those people in school and they were they were doing all these crazy. I'm like, how do you do that? What? Like, yeah, no, but. No, like a flexibility as as it refers to our character is is essentially your your ability to adapt and to you know be ready for a change of plans mm-hmm. and ultimately you know change of plans are, are are gonna happen in life and they and some of them you know they happen you can see them coming ahead of time and others happen like in the in the day in in an hour you know and suddenly just you know a circumstance happens and everything flips around you know mm-hmm. so we 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 kind of have to be like. Not even ready for it, but just, just prepared for it, you know? Like, because I don't think you're going to be fully ready for, for anything that comes, you know? Oh, now suddenly, you know, you're, you know, you're being put, assigned to a different position that you're not even trained for, you know, at a job or something, or maybe some sort of a leadership event, and now you have to oversee a couple of people who you've never met before. You you can't be, you know, fully 100% ready for that, because you didn't know it was going to happen. But you can be prepared for it. And you can, you can mentally, you know prepare yourself that that things might not go the way I trained for the way I expected it, but well, I think it you know flexibility is more more of a, of a state of your mind and it's a state of your heart you know that you're you're not gonna be so set on your plans, you're not gonna be so you know set in stone by what you know the the vision that you that you have in your heart you're gonna be okay with going with the leadership and what they've decided
2: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah, yeah. No, know, flexibility is, is huge in so many different scenarios, right? Um, and I think, you know, being flexible is being able to respond to a situation that we weren't expecting to happen or, or maybe that changed really quickly or maybe having to play a role that we are not expecting, you know, Um it's super important in any kind of teamwork whether that's the business world sports maybe a volunteer team that you're working with Uh, and and just kind of as you mentioned it's important for leadership you know just in life Um, and playing sports helped me tremendously with the idea of flexibility Mm -hmm. when I went to college to play baseball I went in as an infielder played infield my whole life never been to the outfield but I wasn't I wasn't a very good fielder when I got to college. Uh, and I'm going to pretend like I know what this means. <laughs> I, I, I was not very good defensively <laughs> at shortstop, um, but I swung the bat okay. So, my coaches were like, we're going to move you to the outfield. I'd never been in the outfield before in Outfields my life. Like, far, like far
1: away from the Yeah, field.
0: outfields okay. like farther away, nice. right? Um, you're tracking down fly balls instead oh, of um, fielding ground balls and throwing a first. Uh, but yeah, so I got moved because... I wasn't cutting it at shortstop, which was fine. It was the right move to do, you know. And this happened um, the day of? Uh, No, this happened after uh, after uh, one year. So my okay. freshman year, I they tried to play me in the infield the whole year, and it just didn't work. Um, and I got a lot of opportunities because, like I said, I was swinging the bat pretty well. But uh, the fielding just wasn't there. So anyways, I you know, there's, there's two options when something like that happens, when you get a change. But um, I I could have said, Well, this sucks. I don't wanna be an outfielder and you know, I could have kinda of thrown in the towel and been stubborn about it, you know, or whatever. Or you can buy in and you can say, you know what, I I trust that this is gonna be better or, you know, this is maybe maybe you don't say that right away, but maybe you say this is how it has to be. So I'm gonna buy into it and I'm gonna be the best that I can yeah. in that spot that I've been put in. And I'm gonna have a positive attitude about it. I'm gonna work hard at it, and and you know I'm gonna fill in where I'm needed, and mm-hmm. uh, and you know kind of all things will will work um, for that. And and really, you know, being flexible I think comes from our preparation ahead of time. We yeah. should be able to to develop confidence in our skills just from that we've prepared and we've honed our skills, and so we can apply those skills to different situations that we may face mm-hmm. right um, so you know that can apply to the baseball field um, but it can apply to, to life as well you know um, yeah I love when, how you're
1: describing there's a natural side of it too it's not just oh I'm just gonna trust in God you know you're actually putting in some time right your skills right that God's ultimately given you yeah so I you know faith comes
0: from hearing the word right we we talk about that at church a lot um, so I think that it, it's hard to say oh, this this coronavirus has hit and, you know, I'm just going to trust in God that me and my family are going to be okay. You know, where does that trust come if, you know, you, you haven't kind of prepared your heart for times like this by getting in the word and digging in and, and spending time with God and getting to know who he is. Um, I saw a post by by Craig Greshel the other day on social media, and I really liked it. Uh, he said, we, uh, trust God, not because of what he does, but because of who he is. Mm-hmm. And the only way that we can really know who he is is to spend time with him, you know, spend yeah. time in his word and prayer in worship. Right. Um, and, and, so, you know, in order to be flexible in these situations, you've got to prepare and, and, you know, in order to be flexible in life, we've got to have solid ground to stand on. And I yeah. think, you know, that only comes from building up our faith in in God, right? That's so good. Yeah. And I think you've got some scripture that you
1: wanted to share today, too, kind of on this topic that we've got going Mm on. Yeah, I'm going to read from uh, Philippians chapter 4. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased and how to be abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Again, that was Philippians chapter four. So, I, you know, this scripture really spoke to me because like the way he said it, he's like, I've learned to be both full and hungry to, to abound and to suffer need. You know, look, what it like, it, it sounds like this, you know, a, a little, um, What's the word? A contradiction. Contradiction, mm-hmm. you know, like what's going on here? What does it mean to be, to, to learn how to be full and hungry? And, and ultimately the word that really stands out is, you know, I've learned to be content. You know, what is contentment? Mm-hmm. So I, I really like that you picked this scripture
0: out and, uh, you know, Philippians 4.13 has got to be up there with one of the most quoted posted, used Bible verses. You know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a great verse. I think it's awesome. Uh, It's my daily verse on Wednesdays. But, anyways, yeah, I think it's a great verse. But I love that you gave it some context uh, with the verses ahead of it.
1: Yeah, because they always like, oh, I can do all things through Christ. But, but like before that, he's like, oh, I've also learned to be full and to be hungry, to to abound and suffer need. So it's just like there's there's a right. little bit
0: more to it, you know. Right. It's almost like what we were just talking about, like with the preparation. You've mm-hmm. kind of you, you, there's learning before this, you know. Um. So yeah, I think this is really, really good. And the idea of being full and hungry. Uh, when you really break this down, what I'm looking at it as is, is, um, being content in all circumstances, regardless of whether you are full or hungry. And that, that could be literally like learning to be content, whether, you know, you've had food in the last 12 hours or, or not, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but, but really in all circumstances of life, Right. Um, I can do all things through Christ. In any circumstance, I can learn to be content because of Christ's strength, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Looking to God to fill us up when we're at highs in life, when things are going good, you know, when we just got the new job that we wanted or, you know, when we asked the girl out and she said yes or, you know, whatever in the lows, you know, when you got got, uh, laid off or, you know, money was tight or, you know, maybe, maybe, a, a friendship broke up and, and, you know, you're not on good terms with somebody like, like seeking God to fill you up in those circumstances, um, whether it's a high or a low in life is, is how you can learn to be full and hungry. Uh, he's saying he learned how to be content in both circumstances, right? Yeah. Life isn't always going to be smooth sailing. Unfortunately, I wish that it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we all know we've talked about it on the podcast here before. Um, you know, God tells us that we're going to face trials and we're going to face multiple of them. Yeah. Um, so the word contentment literally means finding happiness and satisfaction, uh, and and that's not always easy to do. Um, but contentment in all circumstances is definitely possible because we can have joy um, in Christ through our. Trust in him. Right. Uh, we don't get to see everything that's going on. That's part of being finite and being here on earth is that we don't get to see, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow. Right. Mm-hmm. And if we trust that that God has a purpose, uh, like with what we've got going on, I don't necessarily I don't believe at all, actually, that the coronavirus is from God. Yeah. But I do believe that God
2: China, is, of no,
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the, yeah, exactly. We might cut this out. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, I do believe that, that God has a way that this is going to work for his glory. And yeah. I have, you know, faith in that. And maybe for a lot of people, this is the rest that they needed. Maybe this is a way for a lot of people to kind of step back and reevaluate mm-hmm. their life, you know. Um, maybe this is this is gonna bring a lot of people to Jesus. You know, we don't know. We don't get to see that and I don't need to know. I don't need to know when. I just am gonna trust that God is gonna do it, right? Yeah. Um and that's that's the most important thing. And that's really how you have joy and contentment in all circumstances, is trusting that God does use these things for a reason and everything does happen for a reason. Right.
1: And I love how you described it—that your contentment is is finding joy, and finding a reason mm-hmm. to sing, and finding a reason to be happy. You know, you're not just—you know, it's not like a bad circumstance comes where everything gets shut down and you're laid off, right and you're just happy. You're, you're that like right? That's not There's human. a difference not between happy. happiness and joy, right? Yeah, like 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 that. I would dare say that that's fake and that's a fake smile. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we we don't want that. You know, you don't just just automatically just feel happy as a result of that. No, that's not what contentment is. It's it's finding a reason. And I say this all the time, but there is there is gold in every season. Mm-hmm. You just have to look for it. There's gold in every moment, every opportunity. There's there's a lot of gold happening right now. We, you know, you know, the rest of the world you know might not even see it. But there's you know God's working on things in in the background and we like you said we just got to trust that he's at work right now. But yeah, contentment, you know, we're, you know, we're we're searching for it, you know. It's 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 just being okay with you know, where you've gotten to up until this point in your life, but also looking forward ahead mm-hmm. at where you're going and where God's taking you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. So how do you normally respond
1: to interruptions as, how do you think we should respond to interruptions? Ooh, interruption. That is, that's something that I'm, I'm working on uh-huh. uh, for the most part when I'm getting interrupted, I, I don't respond well. There's a very ugly side of me that I'm not proud of that comes out of, especially when I'm doing homework. Like when, when I'm studying right now, and I, and you know, usually I'll have headphones in, but sometimes you know I don't I don't always work with music, and you know I'm doing these math problems, these engineering works, and I'm, I'm solving for the forces, and somebody comes to tap me on the shoulder, or my mom will call and say, oh I, I got some, you know I have something for you, and like like like, I'm telling you, I, I lose my train of thought, and, and I know there's there are people out there that that probably have this same problem too. It's like once once you lose your train of thought, and once you, you're in that state of confusion, you automatically resort to anger. And that's you know again it's it's the emotions that are really tucked away in your heart that are really on standby, ready to come out. So you know you have to really you know that that's that's an opportunity for you to really check yourself, and be like, okay, is this really what I want? Like like when something that small causes you know anger and fury to come out of you, like like I think that that's an opportunity for you to really check yourself and be like, Lord, take this away from me, Lord. I, I want I want Your fruit in my life, you know. I want to spend more time with You. So yeah, I'm still working on that for sure, but. You know, I, I think um, as believers, you know, it just not even just as believers, just as humans in general, we're going to be interrupted, like just small things or big things. You know, when we're with people or whether we're by, we're by ourselves and we're working on something, we're in our zone. We'll
2: be interrupted. That's that's okay. Like
1: like I I, I, I I humans generally don't you know they see someone else as busy and they generally don't like want to go up and interrupt them unless there is a specific reason. So if someone's yeah. interrupting you it's it's almost certainly because there's like a reason that you're needed somewhere they they really need you like you know so just just kind of look at it from that lens you know you know we 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 need to use gentle language you know and not just respond just be like oh, why would you do that like you know just just relax they didn't mean it you know just explain out that they're busy right now and you'll be back with them soon or just tell them if, you know they they can look somewhere else if they need help, but you know ultimately interruptions it's it's just it's like yeah, there's a spiritual side to it, but it's also just like real life. Like, you're going to yeah. get interrupted. It's okay. You know, don't don't take it personally. I'm talking to myself on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, that's that's good. So, sometimes interruptions are really obvious, right? Like, mm-hmm. our whole
0: country is shut down. That's an interruption that's pretty easy to recognize, right? Yeah. But there are some interruptions that, that aren't so easy uh, to recognize, like maybe a conversation that you get into just at the wrong time, like you've got homework to do, but your roommate's home. So you have a conversation with him that goes a little long and then you don't end up being as productive in your homework or, you know, social media can be the same way. Yeah. It's got benefits it's, it's, it's as, subtle, we, you know? as we mentioned earlier, but yeah, like maybe you take that study break and you end up scrolling a lot longer and then it's harder to come back. And when you do come back, it's harder to focus. Right. Yeah. So I think the the first step to tackling these interruptions is we've got to get better at recognizing them that's good right like I said sometimes they're super obvious but sometimes they're subtle um, and so you know we, we've got to kind of get better at recognizing you know when our focus is broken and, and when these interruptions pop up in our life and whatnot and when they do pop up we've we've got to learn you know how to handle them um, as best we can you know maybe maybe it's just learning to put the phone down mm-hmm. uh, or you know like in the with a situation that we've got going on right now you know like i said i want to be intentional and reaching out to a couple friends i want to offer help to people that i think need the help Mm -hmm. and then i want to spend more time with god like i really do want to get to know him better um through this season right and so even though though the world has kind of gone all over the place and we've got some different things going on right now um you know i want to use this interruption to get better Mm -hmm. um and 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 further my faith journey. So for sure, that's, that's, and it's not easy to do. I'm not saying like I'm perfect and I've got this down, Mm -hmm. you know, the social media thing will get me, you know, when I was studying in school, that got me a lot. Um, Conversations get me a lot. Like a lot of times it's really easy for me to put something off that I should be doing if I'm having a conversation with somebody else, you know, Mm -hmm. because I like that. I like conversing with other people and whatnot. And that, and that that seems super innocent and you know most of the time it is like most of the time it's fine but if there's something that you're putting off because of this conversation you know we do have to be careful there right um, that's really good stuff there yeah so so good work you know, man, for you man. yeah it's it's not easy mm-hmm. but uh it's something that that we can all work on together i guess for sure so
1: i know you have um you have a little bit of a story for us actually but i'll kind of ask this question real quick but you yeah. know um, just, you know, sometimes, you know, we, we, we pray and we plan for something and an event mm-hmm. coming up in our life. And, you know, God even writes about how important preparation is, you know. Mm-hmm. But yet, maybe, you know, it's the day of, or maybe it's just, you know, in the course of a few weeks, you know, circumstances will scrap your entire plan. Everything you plan for, all the, the Excel worksheets and all the planning and the, the vision, and, and it all gets completely thrown away. And you got to come up with something kind of last minute, you know, or just go for the, the lame plan B that you didn't want to have to use. You know, um, has this ever happened to you? And, you
0: yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. So this past summer, actually, um, I was working a job that I really enjoyed. I was super excited when I got the job. I didn't. I th- The job was kind of a long shot. I got it, and I loved doing it. It was a ton of fun. What was the job? Uh, I was working as an anesthesia tech, uh, and obviously wanting to go to med school, it was really cool being in anesthesia. I was working in the operating rooms at uh, the top hospital in the state.
1: Wait, so you're you're putting people to sleep?
0: Uh, I'm not putting people to sleep. I'm helping. So like, I got to I got to do a lot of stuff with that. So while they were pushing drugs or putting tubes down people's throat. I was right there as the second set of hands or running the equipment that they're using while they were doing that.
1: So you saw them um, like, like close their eyes. Yeah. Like, wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I got to do a lot of stuff with, with anesthesia and help with a lot of, a lot of that stuff. Um, and I really enjoyed it and it was a ton of fun. Everybody there, all the doctors and residents that I was working with were, were super cool, super willing to teach me because I wanted to go, I want to go into medicine, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that was just a really cool job opportunity for me and I really enjoyed it. Uh, big healthcare system with really good benefits, um, you know, pay was, was good there. Mm-hmm. And I was planning on, so at the time that I was working, I was finishing out the lease on my apartment for my last year at school. Mm-hmm. And my roommate and I were planning on signing a new lease closer to my new job. Uh, and then we were going to, you know, do a new apartment kind of there and, and live together over this next year. Uh, but he ended up backing out just his situation. He, he couldn't afford to kind of live. Um, you know, on his own for another year or whatever. So he moved back in with his parents. Uh, And so I was stuck with the decision, do I stick with my job and pay for an apartment by myself? Because most of my other friends had already signed leases and were already living with other people at this point. You know, so I was kind of in that spot where I was going to have to live by myself and pay a lot of money, you know, for an apartment, or I could move back and start a job search all over again, look for a new job here, live with my parents. Um, And Ultimately, I chose the latter decision. I moved back home with my parents and took a new job. Wow! And uh, I wasn't super excited about the the job search, and you know, I was like I said, the first job that I had, I was super excited to get. I loved it. I really thought that's where God wanted me, and I was you know praying about it and praising Him for it and thanking Him for it. And then, as I was coming to this decision, I was praying a lot, and I just really felt like. God was calling me back home and saying, you know what? You need to be wise with your finances, save your money kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Trust me, I got you. Uh, And so I moved back home and I got a job really quickly after moving back home, uh, which was was a huge blessing. Uh, You know, that was from God for sure. Uh, But there were so many blessings in disguise that I didn't get to see right at first when I moved back home. I was mostly disappointed. You know, I was leaving a job that I liked for one that I wasn't sure about. I was moving back in with my parents and that's hard to do after five years of freedom and living on my own and whatnot and mm-hmm. just kind of worrying about myself. Um, but I got you know way more plugged in at the church and made a ton of new friends at church, uh, which has been awesome. I actually like my job now better than I did my job over the summer. Wow. And I would not have predicted that at all, uh, even through probably the first month of working my current job. Yeah, because what can be better than putting people to sleep? You know? <laughs> yeah, right. So, so you know, there was just so many blessings there. Um, I've grown in my faith a lot while I've been here. I've gotten a lot closer to my family. Um, so, just so many blessings that that, you know, I didn't get to see at first, you know, and in, in Proverbs, God says that, uh, I think it's Proverbs nineteen twenty one. God says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but ultimately it's the Lord's purpose that prevails, right? Mm-hmm. And so, again, this goes back to, you know, what I was talking to earlier, like we can make plans and we can have these ideas. Like I was going to live, you know, two hours away with my roommate and work this job that I wanted, like that, th- that was my plan for this year. But obviously, like, God had a different purpose for me and different right. calling for me. And uh, now looking back on it, I can start to see some of the things that he's done in my life and some of the ways that he's used this. But at the time, I didn't get to see it. And, and you know, ultimately, God's will did prevail. And that was better. All right. Thank you guys again so much for listening. We appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to us or follow us based on the platform that you're listening. And don't forget to share this episode with your friends. Ezra and I hope you guys have a great week as you go and love God and love people. And we can't wait to see you back
2: here next Wednesday.